All right, everybody. Welcome to a another episode of Garbage Time Points with Mike and Rick. Coming to you from Fred House Studios under the uh, watchful eyes of a uh, Big Bird. Getting sexy over here, Cookie Mike. Monster. Like, well, no, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to find the. Uh, the the spot on this to like get comfortable and talk you know it's yeah. it's you know still getting, it. still, still getting used to it still getting used to it still getting used to it Mike's got a new mic yeah yeah <laughs> uh, as always you can follow us on Twitter at GTP Mike and Rick at Michael double underscore Gaspar at Richard underscore Raposa and at half zero or you can look for us on Facebook just search Garbage Time Points and there we will be. Uh, and also a friendly little reminder because we still haven't got any damn stars or comments from you guys. <laughs> we are on iTunes, so if you listen to us on iTunes, go ahead, give us a couple stars. You know, even if it's one star, just one. If like, you were just like this, this particular show was worth one star. I will take one star <laughs> as opposed to zero stars. Being greedy with your stars right now. That's not. I said one. Yeah, no, they're being greedy right oh, now. Giving a zero. Oh, you're telling me I was. I was like, I can't ask for one. St- no. Can you give half stars? Because if you can, <laughs> I'll like, even take I'll that take, right you now. Can. You can. Yeah. All right. Oh, give me a half star. Give half me a star. Like one of the little corners of a star or something like that, being and then greedy. we'll go from there, man. But yeah, get on there. Listen to us on iTunes. Favorite it. Leave a comment. Hey, the the offer is still out there. You want a bumper sticker? I don't know if I want to give him a bum sticker. Now, yeah, yeah, I think oh, it's too late. Like, you forgot to introduce gone. me. I didn't introduce anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole Rick over here. I was getting ready to, and then Rick pointed out, like, the sexiness and, like, you know, the way that I was talking or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I'm Mike. That's Rick. That's Fredo. <laughs> Hi. Didn't introduce you. He's so easy to forget, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he just sits there. So forgettable. He sits there, looks cute. Yeah, yeah. So uh, how was everybody's weekend? Everybody have a good weekend? Uh, <laughs> if you guys could see Rick right now, you would see that Rick did not have a good weekend. Nope. Um, oh, I know Rick's itching to tell this story. So Itching is not... It's, no, I'm not so, itching to tell this story. Okay, so yeah, we just want you to tell this story. I figured... You, you call, listen, you called me on Saturday acting like you were going to tell me a story and said, No, I'm going to sit for the show. <laughs> so I've been waiting since Saturday to find out it's exactly what happened. Good. It's not even that good. So lay it on us. How, how, oh how did you end God. up with half a mummy over there? Oh, my God. My <laughs> form. Fred was probably going to end up posting the pictures of it. Um, <laughs> so Friday, got done with work early. Uh, you know, it was a beautiful day. I figured I'd go take a, a little bike ride, you know. Uh-huh. I've ridden thousands of miles. I'm a cyclist. Uh, it's a road bike. So, <laughs> so I go, I, I've ridden this track, you know, this this route, thousands, you know, hundreds and thousands of times. And exactly. Got my little bell. I got my streamers. I got my cards in the His in basket the on the front. Yeah. yeah. The flowers on it works. Yeah. You know, I'm pimping on it. His oversized elbow and knee pads. Everything. It's there. Well, I didn't wear my elbow and knee pads that day, but <laughs> no. Um, a helmet that says pedal to the metal. All of it. All of it. All, all right. Of it. Flames, decal flames, but they're pink flames. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, don't forget the glitter paint, too. He changed Schwinn to Schwing. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. All right, go go ahead, stories. So I'm almost at the end, and uh, I'm really like, you know, cranking on it. Yes, I said that. Cranking, cranking. Uh, I'm really, I'm really hitting it. You know, I'm I'm going about thirty miles an hour. Going to town. I'm just, uh, I'm just head down. Uh, you know, picking them up and putting them down. And, Face uh, down, ass up. <laughs> yeah. And dude, I don't know. I wish I had like a, a cool part to this to defend myself. Um, but I'm I'm up I'm right side up I'm on top of my bike I'm riding and the next thing you know uh, I'm upside down and the bike's on top of me. <laughs> I mean, any was, idea how you don't you don't even know how it happened? I, I have a little bit of an idea um, where the concrete and the asphalt uh, meet. Uh huh. You know how it has like the little lip. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I pretty much fell on that. Uh, the turf, the the asphalt monster r- ripped up and grabbed me in front of so many people, so many cars. 
people were looking at me like how I fell too was like I did this like weird like you know how like a break dancer like at the end of his little thing where he spins on his back and then he ends up on the side well I didn't do it that cool I was like spinning and I ended up like on my back and I was like oh shit how the fuck did I get here you know if there was a hole in the ground I would have crawled in it <laughs> I mean dude it was just like <laughs> and I'm just picturing like you laid out these people laughing and like your front tire slowly spinning in the in the cart the cart as it comes around is just clap <laughs> clap dude I put my hands on my head I was like oh, like how the fuck did this just happen I get up my freaking headset and tires are not even you know straight I have straightened that up. I'm like, dude, I got to get away from the scene as fast yeah. as possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I get on my bike, feet fall, pedal, chains off. Got to get oh off, my God. put the chain on. So now I'm on my bike. I finish my ride like I go. And I'm laughing. You're like, dude, there's nothing else you can do but laugh, yeah. you know? You should have acted like you were just like answering your phone. Dude, it was too late. <laughs> when, you on, <laughs> when you were on the ground, just pick up your phone real quick. Hello. I was just sitting there. I was like, uh you it's know like, what really happened? He was probably trying to take a selfie. He probably yeah. was. Uh. So, selfie while riding. So the next day, uh, you, you guys, like people who know me, I get really queasy with like broken bones and cuts and blood. Blood. And I get really nauseous and, and I get sick. So, so I mean, this, it wasn't like bad, like as far as like me looking at it before. I cleaned it the night before. Got the aloe vera. The aloe. <laughs> put the aloe on it. Put some Neosporin on it. Well, I grabbed the bag, the box of um, uh, non-stick sterile pads that I have. Well, it turns out that I had some regular sterile pads in there and I just opened up, did a pull the rick. Uh. <laughs> opened it up, stuck them on there, wrapped it up for the night. Oh my god! Called, called it a day so the next morning... <laughs> Dude, I fresh out of bed. All right, time to take it off, clean it. Yeah, it wasn't coming off. <laughs> I start pulling, dude. Like it was all bad. I'm already getting nauseous. Did now, you, you get know? it wet before you started pulling? Well, now I'm like, all right, now I gotta get it wet. So now <laughs> I'm soaking it, soaking it, soaking it, and I'm like, all right, it's gonna come off. Just like I just pull it, and dude, it was like blood, pus, oh, man. pink skin. Dude, I'm getting, dude, I'm going down now. Like, I'm sweating, I'm white, I'm going, I'm getting nauseous, and I'm like, I gotta get to the kitchen to fucking get some water, get some air. Like, I'm going, you know? So I'm walking down the hall. I still got the fucking, the sterile uh, pads stuck to my arm. They're hanging wet, right? Yeah. So now I'm going down the hall, and at this point, like, I had looked at it one more time, and I'm done, dude. Like, as I'm walking down the hall, I'm blacking out. And I'm like, my knee, I'm going down, dude. I'm going down. And I'm like, and my eye, I'm literally blacking out. And I'm like, trying to breathe. I'm like, no. So like, I make it down at the end of the hall. And I have both my hands on the couch. And I'm like, trying to breathe. And I'm like, no, I'm not going down because of this. And I'm sweating head to toe at this point. I get to the front door because I can't make it to the fucking kitchen. Like, I just need some air. I was going to, I'm in my boxers. Like, I'm going to just walk outside. Yeah. I opened the door as soon as that air hit me. Like, <gasps> I got like this, like. Yeah. Because, like, the cool, it was the breeze. <laughs> fucking Fredo. <laughs> <laughs> the cool breeze because, like, I'm head to toe in sweat. I just fucking fall down on the ground. Balls out, fucking, in this, like, in this, like, uh, snow angel pose. Still got the fucking, still got the wet sterile pad stuck to my arm. Anybody else think Rick actually passed out and he just dreamt that he made it to the front door? No, no, dude, I made it. He woke up to Bella licking his face. Oh, Bella's my cat, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, That'd have been yeah. weird. Some they just, just thought you had a boyfriend face. named Bella. <laughs> <laughs> All three of us. Oh my god, man. Well, let's try to keep you away from that bike, man. Yeah. No, I'll be back as soon as it heals. Isn't this your second bike wreck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the first one, too, was. was uh, I was just drinking water. And, like, I grabbed the 
front brake on accident and I went over the handlebars. Yeah. <laughs> going like two miles an hour. I'd say get a stationary bike, but for some reason I still think you would mess up on that too and end up hurting yourself, man. Dude, you like, need to get like those old grandma pedals that they have where they just like put them down by their feet and they just can sit in their recliner and pedal. Dude, the like let's try the let's try doing bike. that, dude. Let's try doing that for you. Dude. You try I to just, get out there like you're in rad. I just need a bubble. <laughs> Probably. That's dude, a, a hamster ball. Let's get a a life-size hamster ball that Rick can just like run and like burn off all that energy. Dude, I swear like the fall too was like I don't even remember the middle. I just remember, ah, like, uh, <laughs> like getting up and just like my whole forearm, like it was so swollen, so just scraped up, like Rick's um, road rash. And it was just my forearm, my forearm on my right side, and then the middle knuckle of my middle finger on my left hand. That's it. Yeah. Other than that, no other. <laughs> well, I think what I think what that says is that you have a lot of experience falling. You know how to tuck and roll. <laughs> Like you've learned, you've learned to sense the tuck and roll coming. So you're like, oh no! Sub- subconsciously, it's just there, you know. Somebody who doesn't fall a lot, you know, they end up breaking their bones. And you're like, here this comes again. It's just muscle, muscle, yeah. muscle memory yeah. at this point. You had no idea you blacked out. So that's what you said. You had no idea how you how you tripped. It was just like the the, the body just took, took over. over. I'm, like, I'm, I'm right side up next minute. I'm upside down on yeah. my back. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just roll with it. Yeah, let's keep, you, let's keep you away from the bikes, man. If anybody has a set of uh, training wheels they want to see. Yeah, can we get part, some? Like, like it's, it's a smooth road. Nothing. Wide. Plenty of room for me in the car. I think that says everything right there, man. <laughs> I mean, if, that doesn't, if that's not telling you, hey, stay away from the bike, then uh, I don't know what will. I mean, dude. can't can't stay on two wheels. Can't can't look at his arm because it's all thrashed. Dude, <laughs> passing dude. out from it. If 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 I saw me crash the way I did, how it was, I would have laughed, dude. Like yeah. I I wish there was a video to see how it happened because it was that. Oh, comical. you didn't have your GoPro on there? No, it was that comical though, dude. Like it was seriously like he's up, he's up, he's down. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, dude, if there was a hole, I would have crawled in it. Oh, <laughs> I lost my water bottle. Well, luckily, I, like later on down the road, I was like, "Man, I'm thirsty." I was, yeah. you know, fucked up. Yeah, I go to grab my water bottle. It's gone. It's somewhere in the road. Somebody, <laughs> somebody has a new bottle that just says Rick's Go Go Juice on it. Speaking of bikes, do you hear about that cyclist who got banned for six years for having a little motor in his bicycle? What? Yeah. Oh, in the frame. Wow. He had it yep. in the frame. Or I guess her. <laughs> is that worse than what Lance Armstrong did? I think it is. Yeah. I would think so. I think it is just because, like, you're going above and beyond what everybody, like, at least with those drugs, everybody had access to it, and it's on you if you want And to everybody pretty much did them. Yeah. Well, well, that, like, that's what they said. Like, if, in, in any of those years, uh, if they were to give the medal, the, uh, if they were to give the gold, you know, the first place to, to uh, the next person that wasn't taken, it would have been, like, the forty seventh place person. Yeah. <laughs> That's so I mean, funny. they're all fuck they were all doing it. That's crazy though. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh yeah, so uh Rick <laughs> crashes bikes. That was my weekend. That's what Rick does. <laughs> I was home all week, didn't yeah. do anything. I was just like I mean my my forearm hurts so it's bad. Going through the constant bandage changing fainting, waking up to change his bandage and fainting again because he realizes that his arm is still messed up. <laughs> well, I can look at it. It was just like that rib look, dude. You should like, it was just like the the the, the little skin that I did had was like stuck to it and peeling off of it. Man. Like, it was bad, man. Ugh. It was bad. That's gross. Let's move on from that. I'm tired of thinking about that. Uh, <laughs> All right, before we get going on... The world of sports, we just got to send out uh, our congratulations to maybe one of our listeners. I think he listens to the show, Jeff. He won our uh, GTP FanDuel MLB Challenge this past weekend, taking the title from uh, Steve. Glad we don't have to listen to him talk. Uh, (laughs) The only thing is is that Jeff decided to celebrate by sending me a terrible trade offer in our fantasy football league. So so thanks a lot for that. so we will be doing it again this uh, upcoming Friday. 
So keep a lookout. We had what eight people yeah, this time yeah. doing it. It's a good little turnout. Record. Yeah, good that's turnout. our that's our record. Eight that's people. That's about it. That's all. That's, of a, our that's listeners. our listeners. Too. <laughs> that's, well, oh yeah, minus maybe, two, minus we two all, or three. We all listen to it. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, you know, eight list, eight people, eight listeners. Hey, pretty who, good. Who pretty came good. in last? I, I came in last, but I think that was the first time. Well, we don't even call it last. We call it Fredo's house. <laughs> <laughs> we call it Fred House Studio. Yeah. So. Nice try, nice try trying to burn me with that one. It's all right. I came in third. You did come in third. With, you know what with, the thing? With three guys at zero. Yeah. You, well, I mean, the zeros are, are common there, but I, I made a point to give him a hard time about it because Fredo did what Fredo did, and he set a lineup, and then there was a guy that was out. And that's just like what Fredo's been doing. He, he sets his lineup, doesn't bother to check it again, and it's just there's always one guy out. So I was like, ah, this guy has no chance, this and that. And I end up in last place. Yeah. That's karma. That's karma. Talking the papa. Um, so this past weekend, we had Gennady Golovkin and uh, Chacaletito Gonzalez fighting. Uh, Gonzalez beat McWilliams Arroyo in a good fight. It was a uh, I wasn't expecting uh, Arroyo to come out like that and give put up that type of fight. Uh, he, you know, he's six. He was sixteen and two, uh, fourteen KO. So you know, he had a little bit of power in him. But uh, Gonzalez is just way out of his league. And he went out there, first two rounds, uh, won them easily, I thought. And then he just lost every round after that. It was all... Good shot, though, dude. There was a yeah. lot of... Like, those Chocolatito punches, like, he's got something behind him. He yeah. was even knocking them back, but he was taking them strong. Yeah, he's he's got a good chin, uh, and he just puts together his punches. He's just too good, man. He's too good for that division. It's about time for him to move up, but I think he's trying to fight his, his brother, uh, Arroyo's brother, uh... They have the dumbest names, man. McWilliams and McJoe. So he's looking. He's looking to fight his brother, and, and then and yeah, McDouble. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> and, then, and then we had uh, Gennady Golovkin versus Dominic Wade. Dominic Wade did not deserve to be in that ring. Uh, yeah, that it fight like he wanted to be in. That yeah, ring. the that fight only happened because. Nobody wants to Golovkin, fight <laughs> Golovkin couldn't make a fight with Canelo. Canelo often instead to fight Amir Khan. So Golovkin goes in there, knocks this guy out in the second round. It is just never competitive. His punches are devastating. Um, he improves to 35-0 and 0 with uh, 32 knockouts, 22 of them in a row. Uh, so, yeah, he's sitting back and he's waiting for, for May 7th to see what happens with Canelo and Khan. They've already ordered that the winner of Canelo and Khan will face Gennady Golovkin. But if Khan wins, there's no way he's fighting Golovkin. He's too small to do that. And if Canelo wins, De La Hoya is already talking that he's not going to fight him in the fall. He's going to push the fight back. He wants to see yeah. the Mayo, Mayo week. Yeah. But he, they, they want no part of it. They, they don't want him. Triple G's just stuck there. He wants to, to unify the titles before he moves up to 168, mm-hmm. but they're not going to give him a chance That's to unify said, the titles. Give me my, give me my title. Yeah. <laughs> he even went so far as to going on because uh, I guess Canelo posted a picture on Instagram or something, and he even went on Instagram and he put it, give me my belt. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's his, dude. He's the better fighter. Yeah, yeah. He's, he would whip He's an ass. actual middleweight. Yeah. He fights at 160. Canelo gets catch weights at like 155. So, Yeah. It's just not right that he's it's defending him. this title at 155 when it's a 160 weight class, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Even if you if you want to fight underweight in, the, in that division, you still have to defend it against the, the guy who, you know, who has the is other in belt. line for it. Yeah. He has the interim ti- uh, interim uh, belt for it. Like, he deserves the fight. But it's no, him, you man. go after Amir Khan. Why? Because he has quick hands. That's Fredo's. He's scared. That's a Fredo argument right there. Because he's scared. He doesn't at that weight. Yeah. We'll he's see scared. what happens, he's man. Scared, man. Oh yeah, he's definitely scared. He's definitely. Scared. I would be too. That guy's menacing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. The thing about it is, he just looks like a real nice guy, you know. And then he, he, just, he puts the smile on. Yeah. It. Hey, very good. Yeah. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Yeah. Yeah. During his interviews, he's great. Like he he he, has, he speaks good. English. Like he, he like, speaks good enough English. But that's the thing about him that's funny, you know. Yeah. It's because. He doesn't have that filter on him to where he just doesn't know to say say the right thing. But he he know? says it in the right way. Which yeah, is beautiful. Like he he speak, like I love I love his interview. His interview after was great. Like yeah. you could tell why he is the star that he is. Yeah, you know? yeah. And he's only getting brighter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just wish there was somebody 
who can who can bring out the best in him because really at this point there's nobody. I mean, who's gonna touch him right now? Yeah, that's true. Nobody. nobody. Wait, uh, uh, where uh, Andre Ward? Sorry, also ran away from him. Uh, he was claiming that Golovkin didn't want it, but I just I looked it up because I saw some people talking about it, and then there was something to where uh, they actually had an HBO production meeting together. They asked him if they would fight. Golovkin said he would fight him. Ward said he wouldn't fight him. This is when he was going through like all his shoulder stuff mm-hmm. and his stuff with his promoter. And, and he just uh, came back, right? Yeah, and uh, he put out something that had to be translated because he wanted to say it right, you know. And, uh, what do they speak? Russian, I guess. Mm-hmm. Kazakhstan. And uh, he put it out there, and he just basically called Ward a bitch and said that uh, <laughs> he no longer considers him a man for him running around and saying those things. Yeah. So, you know, people just don't want anything to do with them. And the guys that do don't know any better. They're just trying to make some money. Get that check. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was boxing. Uh, we didn't I, We didn't watch this fight, UFC 197. It was John Jones and who was it, Fredo? Oh, Preyukes. Ovince <laughs> <laughs> oh, Saint Pro. Oh, Pro. Yeah, we've 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 gone over this three times already. <laughs> so you would think by now it is stuff you like, oh, Preyuks, Bell. <laughs> so yeah, they had their fight. Um, J- Jones, I what was it? Unanimous decision. We didn't watch it, you know, and I didn't bother to look it up. I'm not that big of a fan. I'm just telling you guys because I figure uh, one one of the six of you are probably UFC fans. Uh, so yeah, he did that. That sets up now a fight with Daniel Cormier, which was supposed to be on this card, but got pushed back because of an injury that Cormier got. That fight will now headline UFC 200 because, like as we told you last week, Conor McGregor decided to retire. Then last night, I believe it was, or the night before, he decides to go to Twitter and say, "Hey, guess what? I'm not retired anymore," and he's back on UFC 200. Ah, yeah. <laughs> JK. Yeah. And then Dana White comes out and says that, no, you were not on UFC 200. You did it to yourself. Uh, yeah. And um, uh, you're, you're not going to be fighting in July. Your next fight will have to be a fight in which you defend the featherweight title because he's been avoiding uh, defending it. And uh, if he doesn't, he'll have to forfeit it. And I don't know if he wants to do that because he's, he's trying to fight Nate Diaz again to avenge that loss that he had and um the thing is is with all this stuff with him wanting money you know basically that's what it is he wants the, he, he wants more money mm-hmm. which they deserve more money they mm-hmm. make they, they make a, a boatload of money there in the UFC mm-hmm. um it, it just kind of feels like the I mean you can't say you can't say this to a UFC fight fan or any MMA fight fan for that matter because then they'll just say, like, oh, well, you just hate the sport. You just hate the sport. No, it just feels like the wheels are falling off. Like, uh, this whole, like, Dana White's the king and you all work for me mentality that everybody was so happy to go along with. It just feels like the peasants are uprising now. They want a piece of the pie. They see how much he's making. Yeah, yeah. They know how much the company makes. Yeah. I heard this story. Uh, actually, it was on, on the way over here. They were talking about Daniel Cormier and they were having, you know, their press conference. I guess it was this press conference or maybe it was a different one. And uh, he wanted to just push it back a day or even push push back the time because his daughter was in a play. And, like, he's like, I, I really want to see my daughter's play. Mm-hmm. And Dana White told him, no, you can't do that. You know, like, we have this set right now. You're going to show up to it and you're going to do it. Yeah. So I guess something went on to where Dana White... I, I guess in his opinion, compromised with them, sent one of his interns down to the play and live-streamed it. That's compromising. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't work with the guy and push it back so he can jump on a flight as soon as it's done. Go jump and, on another and, one. And, you know, get back over there for the press conference. The guy's and, making you millions of dollars. Yeah. They're, gonna go, they're, they're making, watching him. They're making Does pennies Dana White to have him. any kids? Ah, who knows, man? I don't know anything about the guy other than he's probably a You're the douche. one in front of a computer. Why don't you look? Yeah, you can probably look it up. <laughs> Does Dana White have kids? <laughs> Do you know? Like, that's what you took from all this? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if he's being inconsiderate about that kind of shit. Yeah, like maybe like, he doesn't have it, but I'm assuming he does. I remember him telling the story about his getting so worked up that he got thrown out of his kid's uh, um, oh, yeah, baseball game or something like that. But, yeah, you know, it just feels like it. You know, you, you'll... 
if anybody listens to this that's just a hardcore fan of it, of course, you know, they're going to say, no, that's not true. But sooner or later, it all falls apart. Boxing didn't used to have this problem until people started realizing that promoters were just taking all the money and leaving them nothing. Yeah. And uh, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like it's happening now because the the sport's big now. Mm-hmm. Back when, back when, uh, you Back back when it just first started and these guys were just happy to get their faces out there, get their names heard, uh, get away they with didn't that. really care. Yeah. And the money that they made was good for it because that's that's not the type of money that they were making in other promotions. Yeah. And now all the all the attention on UFC, how they've taken everything over. Tap out. Uh, yeah. Uh, every every uh, um, sponsor that they have, they're making a lot of money and they're just mm-hmm. keeping it all to themselves. Yeah. You know, so because I'm sure it's a very small operation too. Yeah, there can't be that big of an operation. Yeah, yeah. these guys are going to form a union, man, and they uh, have to. it's not going to be pretty. Like we, there are dark days coming for UFC, and it could. It's one of those things where it could lead to like a split up. As far as like the union, like as far as no more UFC, these guys and leaving and going to other promotions, maybe like a Bellator coming up because of them or something like it, that. Just think about it, like. Uh, think about it like if uh, there was some other MMA. What is it like Bellator? Okay, but don't they own Bellator? I don't think so. No. no. Oh, they 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 own like Strike Force or something. Like yeah. I think that's a I think that's a, the name of a '80s wrestling tag team. I'm not sure though. So are you th- are you thinking it's going to be more along the lines like like, the, like a WWE WCW? No, now, like no I'm thinking it's more along the line of like uh. Uh, WBC, I, IBF, oh, and the you same, know, yeah. yeah. So like it's MMA, so it's MMA. Yeah, but they'll be like, okay, he's taking on the UFC champion, so you'll be under this promotion over here because yeah. they pay you X amount of dollars, but you're taking on the UFC champion, oh, can, and if you win it, you I, know, I don't understand how it's not like that now, to be honest, because like, they have that monopoly on it. Yeah. And he wants Dana White. That's why he's buying all those like pride out and all that stuff because he wanted to be able to hold on to everything yeah. and like keep it tight knit. Uh, have his rules, his set rules, because they changed. He changed the rules. They used have to have people like, just thankful they have a job through him. Yeah, basically that's what it is. Like they were making more money than they were making in other places, but now the company itself is making so much money. They need to get a piece of that pie. It's just yeah. like revenue sharing. Yes, yeah. where like, uh, like you said, a union where like, okay, yeah, you have your salary, but then as the company makes X amount of money through uh, advertising and this and that, you guys get a piece of that pie in a bonus yeah. check. Yeah. It's getting there, man. It's getting there. These guys deserve it, and uh, they're not getting. Yeah, they're it. the ones getting their fucking faces yeah. dashed. Yeah, so they're getting mad. Yeah. He's sitting pretty, and now he's dealing with fighters yeah. too. Like that ain't. And a the closest thing. he gets to it is when he gets in between those, you know, those photo ops where he's yeah. holding the fighters back, and <laughs> yeah. he's got this big, big grin on his, face. on his face. He's got a big <laughs> grin on his eyes, dude. You could, I bet you, that's a perfect meme for anything. Take any of those pictures and just hit the big old shit eating grin that he has on with dollar signs in his eyes. Yeah. You know. <laughs> on it. That that that's just perfect for him. So yeah, it's not looking. It's with all this starting to come up. We'll see what happens, man. That's usually this is this is how it starts. This is how it starts. So yeah, that's yeah. that. UFC. That was our expert UFC <laughs> opinions. <laughs> Amateur experts. Yes. <laughs> Amateur experts. Yeah. All right, moving on to some baseball. Uh, Jake Arrieta. I mean that he threw a no hitter last week and damn impressive. It was yeah. against the Reds, you know. But still, you throw a no hitter against a major league baseball team. That's still pretty good. There, I mean, there's an there's an argument now that no hitters are becoming less and less uh, impressive because they're happening at a, at such a high rate now. It's one, well, and it's because of the whole um, it's the whole new swing in baseball uh, where guys kind of only have one swing. They're not they're looking for their pitch. They're either they're either going to swing out their ass and get and connect and hit that home run because home runs are at a, still at a high clip for mm-hmm. you know post steroid era. They're at a really high clip. Yeah. But strikeouts. I mean, you're talking teams and players at a, a you know 15 guys over 100 strikeouts in one year, which has from like 1940 to 1970, there wasn't even 15 guys total yeah. in that that span of time. Yeah. I, so so the the offensive output is down because guys. As talented as they are, they have beautiful swings. You throw that pitch in their red zone, they're going to crush it out of here. But uh, they're not good opposite field hitters. They're, yeah. not, low, they're not good bad ball hitters. The thing, the thing is, is the, and I, I, I heard that too, it was a stat that uh, 
Tim Kirkshen said that uh, Major League, you know, Major League Baseball hitters this year are striking out at a 22% rate. Mm-hmm. And that's high, man. Really high. That's really high. really high. And the whole thing about beautiful swings, you know, everyone says someone has a beautiful swing, but they're cookie cutter, cookie, cookie cutter swings. It's one swing. They nobody takes the time. Nobody likes to do uh, live live arm. They don't it, like to take live batting practice yeah, anymore. It's a tea. Everything is a T. Everything is something that you could hook up to a tree or a pole. Mm-hmm. Everything is is the. I don't even know what it is. It's this device that looks like it's a stick. a dick or something like that <laughs> and it's hollow in between and it teaches you how to cut in between it yeah get outside throw some live some live batting some practice soft toss. because not everything's gonna be right there mm-hmm. you can develop a pretty swing while learning how to take an ugly swing to stay alive yeah these guys just don't know how to do it anymore no, no to these, just make contact strike keep, like keep it's, that re- bat going. it's ridiculous these these uh these uh charts these charts they put up that show you you know your averages in individual spots you know yeah. throughout the strike zone the nine, the and then they have the heat spot. the heat uh chart and all that stuff and there's so much blue all over the place because these guys are only being taught one way to swing i mean look at a guy like wade boggs tony gwynn where they would bring their bat to a different spot they would move their body contort it and like Hit yeah. the ball where hit the ball where it is coming from, yeah. not not where they want. They're trying it to, to hit be. the ball, not hit a spot. Exactly. And uh, with the pitchers, the way that they are able to control the ball these days, and the movement on it, it's just not good for the. It's just not good for them. Look, on any given day, good pitching beats good hitting. Yeah. So if you're gonna go, I mean, in we're proving that a, lately. Yeah, and and then if you're gonna go in with a handicap already, you're losing. He, the pitcher has the advantage no matter what. Like, yeah. Going into anything, the pitcher has the advantage. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, the the pitching these days is just way too good for them to just go in there with this. I you mean, know, you're gonna you're gonna miss your not not every pitcher is gonna miss dead red every freaking time for you every at bat. Like, yeah. You only get one maybe two of those a game, not necessarily mm-hmm. even an at bat. Like like you, I always say that. Oh man, he misses pitch. My mom's like, "Why do you say that?" It's like because with these pitchers, you yeah. don't you don't get a pretty pitch every at bat. If you miss that pitch, you're fucked now. Like, Especially when you see it hit that spot, and it's like, okay, that's where their natural swing takes them to, uh-huh, or the uh-huh. swing that they've been programmed to swing. Yeah, and if they miss the cut or they foul it off, like you're already down because the one pitch that you were gonna get to hit, uh-huh. you now missed. Yeah, it's just lazy, man. Lazy coaching. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, these people with their get rich quick schemes, you mm-hmm. know, capitalizing. But the that game. stuff is just—it's not—it's just a tool to help. They're using it as their practice. Yeah. They're like teaching with them, and that's and that's wrong. All right, so Tampa Bay uh, Islanders wrong. kicking their series off today, uh, and but the creme de la creme match. The one we've all been waiting for. Washington, the creme de la creme. The Washington Capitals versus the <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins. All right, Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, up until this point in the career, Sid's got it. You know, he's got the MVP. He's got, he's got the Stanley Cup. He's got the uh, Olympic gold medal. It's a kid. Ovechkin got none of those things. So he's looking to, you know, solidify his career. He's looking to make a name. He's looking to stamp it. Oh, no, skins. Um, Honestly, you guys have to watch this series. The two best Watch players it. in the world. I forgot to mention the Ducks Predators game seven tonight yep, too. Game. Also, uh, wow. I, have they brought back the glow puck yet? They should. We're gonna we're gonna Bing. sign the petition. Have they get yet, a petition though? going? If they have glow puck in that game, I'll watch it. I got the Capitals winning it all. By the way, I said that two weeks ago. Bing. But Capitals winning it all. I thought you said the Blues. I said uh, Blues coming out of the West. Capitals winning it. Oh, all. are we Rick racking now? No, re-ricking. Go, We're re-ricking. Go back to two weeks ago. What about the birds? And the bees? Re- he's re-ricking. No, I said <laughs> Capitals coming out the east, Blues coming out the west. we <laughs> Capitals winning it all. <laughs> Who? Oh. Capitals. Capital. Oh, no, Capital. So just to wrap Who that cares? up real quick. <laughs> just to wrap that up real quick, Arietta, uh he also won player of the week for it. He struck out six, walked four in that game. They won 16 to nothing. The the crazy thing about it is that it was his wait what was it what was it okay this no hitter came ten starts after his previous no hitter so I mean you know very, he's very in between shortly. and that last one was against the Dodgers um, and then the AL Kobe Ra- Colby Rasmus uh, won that Player of the Week award he was six for nineteen four home runs ten RBIs that's three weeks in a row with an Astro. 
being named Player of the Week in the AL. And yet they're terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so individually, good. That bad. I think it's because I picked them. Well, and they're just they're they're hitting their stuff. They'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. Like we talked it about, it's early in the season. Yeah, it's still way way early. I'm not I'm not saying anything as far as like who's going to finish what at this point. Like you can't tell anything. Let's get to let's get to All Star break and then we can start. Yeah, you know, exactly. Who looks really really good? Exactly. You know? So good. Because after so that good. is when teams you start to see you know these guys really start to get get their chemistry going. They're playing good. It's hot weather. They're loose, ready to go, and yep, good baseball. Yeah. So move on to some uh, NBA uh, before we get into the playoffs. Tom Thibodeau signed a five-year deal worth ten million a year to become the new head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Not only the head coach, but also the president of basketball operations. Uh, that usually doesn't work out most of the time no. for a lot of people. It's a lot to ask of somebody to be a head coach and also be the guy who's calling all the shots. Um, but the Wolves, they are set up to be a good team for a long time. for a long time. If he can do this right, I think I think he's uh, he's going to have a little bit of the pressure taken off of him because he's signing one of the assistant GMs away from the Spurs. So hopefully he just got paid more as the title or whatever. Because yeah. I want to see what where this team can go, man. Because like I said, you got Rubio, still still a young guy, facilitator of the ball. Levine, Wiggins, and then Carl Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. Gorgie Deng's a good uh, role player. They're set. They're starting they five. The, yeah, it, and and to me that was a, I love the hire. I yeah, mean, he's gonna. He's going to have them focusing on the right end of the basketball court, the defense, because the, mm-hmm. they're obviously skilled offensively. Yeah, we and, know they could score. Yeah, so he's going to get them focused on defense. He'll get them tough. And, yeah, I mean, to me, if I'm a free agent and I'm like that veteran, you know, maybe not necessarily old, but I'm a big guy, like, dude, I'm going there. Like, yeah. I'm looking at that situation. I'm you like, see the youth, you can come off the bench. Yeah. You don't have to play 30 minutes a nope. game. Give you give a good 22, just 25 minutes. Guys. Just groom them. Yeah. Just groom them. Get them up because, they, you know, like we said, they have the talent on that team. They got you. I they mean, got that, trade, that, trade with, that trade with Cleveland set them up with Wiggins because, I mean, they were sitting there and they're like, uh, like, do we lose love? Do we, yeah. Uh, like, it's just kind of this, like, up yeah. in the air thing. And, I mean, he's kind of an overrated player at this point. Like, yeah, he's good. He's solid. But I think that's just the problem with the media for giving him so much hype as it, it came, it came out, of out of college. Out of and then, like, yeah. going, I mean, sorry, well, out of being, high school. Being the defense one, because he was the defensive player that he rebounded. He, he did a lot of good things, yeah. you know. Like, I'm not saying he's, like, a bum or anything. But, I mean, he was kind of like... He he's he's a role player. Like I think they gave up too much to get him for Cleveland. Yeah, if you're Cleveland, you he's not coming him. into his own though. I mean, like towards I'm, the end of the I'm year. Born, I'm not saying like he's, he's 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 great, but giving up Wiggins for him and all that. Like I think you might have even been better off keeping Wiggins if if you're LeBron and Kyrie, right? Yeah, like, having that wing guy over there, like uh-huh. that would be more beneficial. Wait, you were saying Wiggins stuff. was a role guy or Love? Love. Oh, okay. Sorry, I got confused there for a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love, love. Uh, obviously, he's going to get the max contract that mm-hmm. he that he gets because he does what he does. Yeah. But he's not necessarily worth a, a max no, contract. And he, and he's not because worth if anybody like DeAndre Jordan can get a max contract, yeah. then yes, Kevin Love's going to get a, a, a max, max contract, contract. as yeah, well. Exactly. Even a guy like Hassan Whiteside, Hassan Whiteside, he's like, going to get maxed out. Yeah, he's going to get maxed. Like, yeah. Especially with the money that's coming in. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying that. You know, the tr- giving Wiggins up for him was too much for the value of what he does. Because yeah. you didn't have to give up Wiggins and all those other guys and picks and everything like that. You could have just kept Wiggins. He would have played, you know, the wing. He would have he would have been a nice slasher for the style of play that they do. Yeah. I think now that Tyron Lue has gotten there, he's gone to, like, I don't know if you watched the last game. Like, I really like what they're doing now where they will give... They'll set him up in the block. Yeah, they're, they're putting love. They're putting love in the post, and they're getting him, and he could facilitate from there. They're yeah. isoing him, but they're still running plays behind that's where, him. That's where he made his money at. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't just sitting out there on the three point line. No. you know the thing is, is that he could always dribble out, set himself up, and you know have someone drive and kick back out yeah. to him. But he's definitely he definitely works better down in the block, mm-hmm. and, and that that's, and he could do the fadeaway. Yeah. He has that fadeaway working now, mm-hmm. and he's got that long pass to where he can hit. If they try to double down off the guy who's sitting at three, like a J.R. Smith, they yeah. did it last night where he passed it to the top, where it was LeBron two passes out to J.R., 
boom, wide yeah. open three. It, well, the thing that's good for them is that they're figuring that out at the right time. At the right time. So, and, well, and that's what Tyron, Tyron Lewis kind of talking about, where he was like, look, like, we got thrown in, and then we had the most amount of games in the short amount of time after that. We didn't have a lot of time to practice. We were learning. We're still doing things. It was kind of like a spring training for them where, they, yeah, they might not have looked as good, but they were trying to work some things out. You yeah, know? yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what kind of changes uh, Thibodeau can bring over there. Uh, also, former Thunder coach Scott Brooks has signed a five-year, $35 million deal to become the next head coach of the Washington Wizards. They have some talent, but I'm sure this move was made in the hopes that they could somehow lure Kevin Durant away. Like I said, former coach of the Thunder. I'm assuming they think that they have a tight enough relationship that his presence will help bring Kevin Durant back home to Washington, where he is from. So we'll see how that works out. I, mean, I doubt he, it. I doubt that's going to yeah. work. Like if he wanted to go there, he'll go there. Scott yeah. Brooks isn't going to be the one to take him. Yeah. There. There like, was who's Scott Brooks? Like, I like him, but, I mean, come on, right? Yeah, I mean, but who really knows their relationship? Because, yeah. you know, like we've said before, who knows anything that goes on in Oklahoma City? We don't yeah, know if they exactly. were, like, the best of friends or, or not. They, they do a pretty good job of keeping everything uh, tight-lipped there. Well, they have, yeah, they even have it with, like, the local media where, like, you guys kind of stay out. And yeah. Like, it's, it's yeah. And uh, sad news in Lakerland. So uh, sad. They fired head coach Byron Scott. This past week. Mission accomplished. Uh, <laughs> mission accomplished. And now, I, I didn't get the name. I probably should have wrote it down. Maybe you could look it up. But apparently they're interested in some overseas coach now, like a French guy. I heard Blatt, though, too. Yeah, well, yeah, I heard Blatt, too. But Blatt seems like, uh, I think Phil Jackson really likes uh, Blatt. So we'll see. He might end up with the Knicks. But uh, the also, as we were coming in here, the Warriors have given the Lakers permission to speak with Luke Walton after this playoff series is mm-hmm. done. This particular series, not the whole playoffs mm-hmm. altogether. So he'll have an opportunity to, to you know, go there. But does he want to go there? They have good pieces. They have some pieces. Now they don't have the Kobe headache. Yeah. Uh, it is L.A., but it's just not as desirable a job as it as it used to be. Who are we talking about? I wouldn't. Luke uh, Walton. The there's some oh. French guy or whatever that they're talking uh, about bringing in. Itore Miss Messina. Yeah, something like that. I, I just I I don't know his name, so I can't remember so it. So for me, so for me, as far as Luke Walton goes, I think the Lakers actually do have a pretty enticing. Uh, job, you know, they still do have the lore. Like, yeah, as a player, like you don't need Los Angeles to to make money and to advertise and sell yourself like you used to. Blah blah blah. But like for me, they have a good backcourt. They have the money now that Kobe's gone. They have the LA backing. They have you know a, a owner that wants to win. So I don't think the situation is actually really that bad. Uh, for me, if I'm Luke, like. Do you want that to be your first job? Like, do you yeah. want that pressure? Do you want that expectation f- playing there, winning championships there? Like, mm-hmm. I think that for me, like, it's, I, e- it's easy to accept that pressure if they have a team worthy of, you know, doing it. Like, I'm sure he had a lot of pressure taking over for Steve Kerr. There was a lot of questions, like, how are they going to be without Steve Kerr on the sideline? It's different when it's his. Yeah, team, yeah, yeah. Like, it is a lot different. That's what I'm different. saying. The pressure was there, but he was able to perform. But there's not much to the job when you have Steph Curry. Clay Thompson, well, and Draymond and Green, and, 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 and guys. Like, yeah, and he's like, still there doing he it, too. still coaching. Yeah. So, like, yeah, Luke Wong, I'm not taking the credit away from him. He did a great job while, you know, the situation did come. Um, but, like, for me, like, I'm trying to get a, a, a smaller job. Like, I mean, just, I know Charlotte is in the playoff. Like, a Charlotte job or, like, somewhere where they're not necessarily expected to win. Maybe they have some young talent. Like, I would prefer my first job to be something like that. Then go into just Lakerland being like, here you yeah. go, here's the keys yeah. to the freaking Ferrari. Well, like, it just seems like his only two options were L.A. and New York. So, yeah. I mean, go somewhere you're familiar with, I guess. But yeah. who knows if he even takes it. He might just be doing a courtesy uh, yeah. uh, interview with them because, you know, they were so good for him, to him, to yeah. him for a couple of years. And, I mean, even, like, for New York, like, that is a terrible situation to me. That yeah. is the situation where you're like, yeah. you know, like, you can't I mean, win there. Yeah, and that's only a bad situation because Carmelo's like getting up there, and he's mm-hmm. just not that guy. Well, they have like, so any, much any, cap. Anybody would like to have Porzingis. 
Uh, Jeremy Grant actually came on towards the end of the year, and like he looked like a nice little still for them, like the second round. They can't sign. Yeah, yeah, they can't, and they don't have draft picks. I don't believe they don't have draft picks for a while. The thing is, like, you have Phil Jackson. Oh, I'm thinking of the Nets. Sorry, sorry. Do you want like that whole relationship dynamic? Like, like maybe, and maybe he doesn't believe in the triangle. Yeah, exactly. You know, like he's being, and but the thing is, is that it's all they're about like the hexagon, man. Yeah, he gives the triangle a lot of credit, but man, it's 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 easy to run the triangle when you got Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, there's Shaquille O'Neal, Scottie always, Pippen. There's, quote, there's that one quote, Michael Jordan, I am the triangle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, please, let's get this straight. Yeah, like, and, and and we've talked about this before. Like, yeah, like it takes a talented coach to coach those egos and the legends and do that, but. Your offense looks really good when you have those guys. Yeah. <laughs> and the Lakers don't have any of those guys, no. and neither do the Knicks, it doesn't seem. No. So, yeah, that's that. Good luck, Luke. Um, <laughs> I'll just stay where I'm at and win yeah. rings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wait for something better to open yeah. up, you know? Just win rings. Uh, wait for that uh, Thunder job to open up yeah, when no Billy kidding. Donovan decides to go back to college. No shit, huh? uh, So, yeah, uh, we'll go over the games that have been going on the uh, – the series, uh, you got the Warriors and the Rockets. They're playing tonight. The Warriors are currently up 3-1. And the bad news for them, of course, losing Steph Curry for at least two weeks to that freak accident with uh, Montetajunas uh, <laughs> falling on the ground. Curry playing defense, slipping up in there. And what, was it? what did he do, spraying his MCL? Uh, it's just sprained knee, basically, believe, what happened. I believe so, PCL. Oh, yeah, yeah. his MCL, yeah, he sprained his knee. Yeah. I mean, it um, looked like he, like, bruised it more than anything. Yeah. And that knee hit, like, it looked like it was... At, you know, at, at first, I thought it was one of those scare injuries. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do it, you're like, oh, no, yeah, oh, no, because then he got up real... He got up, and then he just, like, started jogging back, so you thought, oh, okay, maybe he's just working it out, but, hey, sprained knee. Uh, well, that's why I thought he bruised it, like, because I thought it was one of those two to where, like, his knee just banged the ground hard because if like when you see it like his knee just yeah. hit, hit the ground you yeah. know so I was like oh maybe it was just like a bruise you know because maybe he's just like he looks really flexible like obviously he is because it only was a sprained MCL yeah. it wasn't a tear yeah. you know a full tear but the thing is does I mean you have the the foot injury you have the knee now his the the main part of his game is his quickness. Yes, we know he can shoot, but he still relies on his quickness to get open, to shake people, to put up those but shots. But now his ankle has time to heal, and his foot has time to heal now that he... Like, yeah, yeah knee, but, it has time to heal, but yeah. I mean, it's not going to heal to that point. No. And but I don't really think it hinders them re- that much no. if he gets out there and he plays... A, dude, if, who is really 100% healthy at this point? Like, yeah, he's got a little bit more of, of, the, a, of the grade... Well, now they're tra- they're turning like yeah yeah. Man. So I mean that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying I'm saying like legitimately like individually like who's 100 percent healthy? Like it's like the end of the football season. Like yeah, you're healthy because you're playing, but are you yeah. really healthy? Like yeah, it's an 82 game grind. You know, it's the playoff time. It's physical basketball. Who's yeah. really healthy at this point? They'll though? get through this series. Yeah, and it's looking. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? <laughs> 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 They'll get through this series, and uh, before we tell you who they have a chance to face, we'll see what happens. Uh, the Spurs made quick work of, of the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Not much to stay there. They were expected to, and they did. Uh, the Thunder had an entertaining series with the with the Mavericks, not because the games were so good, but just because of the little bickering back and forth, the little childish head games that they had going on. But... The Warriors, should they get past the Rockets, which everyone is expecting, will face either the Clippers or the Blazers. And right now it's looking like it could be the Blazers because in one game you lose Chris Paul with a broken hand and Blake Griffin, what did he, he like hurt his quad or something? Hamstring. So they're now both out for the rest of the playoffs. His funny bone? His funny bone. But no funny. He punched somebody else in the face. Yeah, so it's not looking good for the Clippers. They're going to have Jamal Crawford just jacking up shots. Yeah, uh, DeAndre Jordan is not. Hey, DeAndre, you want yeah. to leave the, the, you know, the Clippers to be that guy? Well, yeah. you got you to gotta show him. Here's what yeah. it would look like if you were because the guy. Now, because now he's the guy, and if he's not the guy, then all he is is the guy in a dress in yeah. those commercials. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all he is. Pretty much. So, But, that I mean, that sucks. It sucks that, that we have to sit here and see – First, Steph Curry go down, and then in one game we get Chris Paul and Blake, uh, Blake Griffin going out because the way that it looked is that we were going to have a nice little second-round matchup with the Warriors 
and the Clippers, and those teams just do not like each other mm-hmm. at all. I was looking forward to it, Styles man. clash matchup. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it was it was going to be an epic battle, and, and uh, now, you know. And then, like, yeah, like, a team will always say, like, oh, we want to face them at their healthiest. And, like, the Clippers, the day Steph Curry went out, had it been, like, yeah, telling people, yeah, we want Steph Curry there, but inside them, like, this fucking yeah. break. Like, yeah. this is our break. This is our shot. We got him. Yeah. And then the very next day, it's like, bam, bam, sniper yep. takes them both down. Yep. Two of their best players, like, yep. gone the grassy knoll. Like, what the fuck just happened? Are yep. you serious? Man, I mean, man, it just kind of ruined it, man. It just kind of ruined it on that side the with that, man. The kind of luck they have, like, like, this is their shot. Like, this was their window. This was their opening because... I mean, anything can happen. They beat them. They in the semis again, or in the conference finals against you know San Antonio. Like you just never know what's gonna happen. Yep. And, I mean, now like they literally have no shot because no Chris Paul, they're done. I yeah. mean, they could have maybe had a chance without Blake. Without Blake, they had a shot. They could have. They could. But Chris still, Paul is a whole different story. It's man. done. I mean, yeah. you're talking about the second best point guard in the league. Yeah. Right well, now. we still get Oklahoma and uh, San Antonio. That should be entertaining. It should be a good. But I mean, the final four, though. I mean, look at that final four. What would have been San Antonio, Oklahoma City, uh, Clippers versus Golden State. That would have been. I mean, that would have been it right there. Yeah. But and not no uh, more. What? I said, but not no yeah. more. No mas. Uh, and then the Eastern Conference, aside from the uh, Cleveland-Detroit series where Cleveland swept them in four games, uh, I mean, hey, these series are really picking up, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raptors and Pacers, uh, the, the, the Raptors are up 3-2 right now. Their next game is Friday in Indiana. Uh, they're just going back and forth on each other. As with Miami and Charlotte, it looked like Miami was just going to take this, take the ball and run with it. But I mean, we even said it uh, last week, you know, after that first game, yeah. that 38 point blowout, this doesn't look like anything, but in the future, the, the Hornets, you know, they're a scary team because of the piece of, well, Hey, they're a scary team right now. now. Even without Nick Batum and actually they won tonight. Did they win tonight? They're up three, two. Wow. 90 to 88. And that, and that was in Miami too. In Miami. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, yeah. really. Wow, man. I mean, it's, it's, wow. Yeah. It's crazy. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. They, they, you know, because th- I, uh, I thought that they were a scary team coming in, but I mean, I still thought Miami was going to beat them. Oh yeah, well Miami, when they're playing, they've been playing excellent, right? Like yeah. the last month and a half since they figured out how to play without Bosch, they made some, they made yeah. some adjustments and did some things, and yeah, I mean, and you like that, that's I mean that's the playoffs, man. Sometimes there's a team that doesn't know that they're supposed to lose. Lose, yeah, exactly. And that's what's going on right now with them. Yeah, and, uh, and right now the Portland Portland and Clippers are in a battle, twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, they just uh, got underway. Second. Yeah, they're they're battling right now. Yeah, so. and that Warrior game should be underway here pretty soon too as well. Um, and then you have Atlanta and Boston, man. I mean, they've been having some Good some nice games. little classics down there, yeah. especially when they got back to Boston because. The games weren't as close in in Atlanta. And even last but, night it wasn't yeah. that close either. But once they got back into uh, into Boston, man, those games were wild, man. You got to think that like they're not a bunch of superstars in Boston. They're all kind of like those role players, and role players typically play better at home. That's always been the mo of a role player, you know, especially yeah. in the playoffs. So I mean, it makes sense that they're going to play better at home. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to be home again. It's uh, Game Six coming up. Uh, tomorrow night, and uh, hopefully, you know, for the Celtics, yeah. sake, get a game seven out of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was make it interesting, man. Let's uh, make it interesting. I wasn't expecting them to do this. Like, yeah, I was expecting yeah, them to be competitive, yeah, but hey, let's see what happens. Yeah. So yeah, just stay tuned for all that. I mean, hey, that like I said, that Eastern Conference, they're putting on a show right now, man. Yeah. And, uh, it's been some exciting basketball out of those uh, six teams, especially. I mean, you know, the Cavaliers already moved on. Yeah, I mean, they're looking good right now. I mean, yeah, they're all looking those, really good. All those other teams, like, they got to be like, because now they have time to get their, you know, continuity going. They're going to be practicing. Get some rest. resting. I yep. mean, it's going to be bad Let news. those teams beat each other up, man. Yeah. They're, they're, they're happy about that right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean. They're happy about I it. I mean, like we talked, Love is like, they're really figuring out how to play that whole set. Of, their offense looks good right now. To me, the last time I watched them play, yeah. like, I was really impressed with how their just offense Just moving flowed. the ball well. Yeah. LeBron takes over when he has to, but for the most part, they're just moving the ball mm-hmm. well, man. Getting up and down the court. I mean, running. Kyrie's scoring 20. Love's scoring 20. He's scoring 20. The thing, it, you know, they got, they got him down in the block. 
And the thing that really helped them out a lot, I think, is because they were really pushing Timothy uh, Mozgov, mm-hmm. you know, during the regular season. He's he, he's a good player, well, he, he, but he's he doesn't do what they do, and like they they run. He bridged last year, like he helped them out a yeah. lot last year. That's why, yeah. you know, like they probably so, figured he could adapt. But yeah, so now they sit him, they bring him off the bench, they put Tristan Thompson in. Uh-huh. Uh, he's not necessarily a scoring threat, but he you know he's a, he gets a, a decent rebounds. defender and he gets offensive rebounds, second chance points. Yeah. I mean, right now they're just clicking on all cylinders, man. Yeah. No injuries. No nothing. I mean, I, you don't want to say that out loud because to me, yeah, I like what's going on injury. right now, especially yeah. Blake. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens, man. Things are interesting. Yeah. Uh, and let's move on to some NFL news before we get out of here. Uh, first, we had last week in a strange turn of events, the Panthers take their franchise tag off of Josh Norman out of nowhere. They couldn't. They couldn't get, uh, come to get come to terms on a deal, a long term deal. He was looking for about sixteen million a year. Uh, so they released him from that because he didn't want to sign the franchise tag. He didn't want to play the year under the franchise tag. Then he goes and signs a deal with the Redskins, five year, seventy five million dollars, thirty six point five million guaranteed. Damn. And then they said, I'm, I'm sure you heard about this too, that before he signed the deal, he called the Panthers back up and said, "Hey, I'm willing to do that franchise tag now." And they said, "Nope." Well, he said, I, I'll fire my agent. Yeah, I'll fire and, my and agent. I'll sign it's, it right yeah, now. Yeah, and he said, nope, you let the guy do all the talking for you. This is where we are now. And I don't know how that fares for him because his first three games, Des Bryant, Odell Beckham, and uh, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. His first three games. So with that going on, the amount of money that they paid him and those three people that he has to face those first three weeks, if he gets torched, Oh man, that guy is going to be hated so yeah. much because they've already gone through it with their Albert Haynesworth, the Jason Taylors, their Deion yeah, Sanders. Sanders. Like they've Bruce been through Smith. that. Yeah, they they know what it's like to overpay a guy who didn't deserve it. Uh, I think Josh Norman's a good player. I, I don't think he deserves that much, but yeah, I mean, I think he's he's a solid player. Yeah, like, I yeah, know. he does. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ten, ten to twelve, maybe thirteen. Yeah, but he, no. He's asking for Darrell Revis doesn't even deserve Darrell yeah. Revis money, but Darrell Revis gets Darrell Revis money. He's Darrell Revis. You don't get Darrell yeah. Revis money. Yeah, you yeah. have to work your stuff to a like, spot. I like Josh, and like it's one of those things I do pay for Josh Norman because of the celebrity now because he's become kind of a celebrity. Because yeah, he is the brand. They pay for his brand too. You know, like it's one of those things. So you know, you pay for the jersey. You know, he's gonna sell the jerseys and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, the money is always like it's not my money, so I don't really give a shit. You know. Mm-hmm. But as far as like that, I think he'll fare well. Of course, he'll give up a couple touchdowns. He's going to give up some big passes. But yeah. I think he's going to get his interceptions, and and he's going to do his thing because he, yeah. is, he is a solid guy. Yeah. Well, he had the one year. Let's see if it just wasn't a one-year wonder, but yeah. he looks the part. But, I mean, he's progressed. Like It's yeah. not like it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. He's been progressively getting better the last three years. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah, there was that. And then the other big news that happened was the U.S. Appeals Court Reinstating Tom Brady's four-game suspension for Deflategate. I hate saying Deflategate. <laughs> Had that one on quick. Scared me for a second. I thought it was him at first. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was doing it with his mouth. <laughs> did you make that with your mouth? Maybe. And recorded it? Like, I'm saying, did you record it, like, with your mouth? No. Nah. Oh, okay. I was going to say, it's funny, just, like, picturing him in here going, all right. Fart noise. Take one. <laughs> All about myself in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> just, the glow, just the glow of the computer screen. <laughs> My walking by. What is he yeah. doing in there? <laughs> or someone walking their dog out there and you have the blinds open. <laughs> they, they look inside and they see you blowing raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That happened. Uh, of course, he's going to appeal it. And now the, the NFL today came out and said that uh, they're way past the whole settlement phase. So, this thing is just going to turn into a... Complete mess for a long time. A long time. Well, no, because, I mean, it depends on what Brady does. If he just takes it. Takes he already said that he's not going to take it. He yeah. said he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna fight it. Well, that's fight the that power. if he could get it stayed, he, he might even just fight it till he retires. Yeah. Who knows, man. It's too much. Uh, so, yeah, that's that. I mean, we don't want to get too much into that. No, nah, I don't start really crying about it. all I that. Yeah, I hope blah, he takes blah. just the four games and moves on. Yeah. Like, the four games aren't going to kill him. They'll still finish first place. They'll still be the, It's just his records that are going to yeah. be hurt. And his, I mean, he already rescheduled his, he already rescheduled his, um, his salary so that 
Yeah, he was so, planning to hit. Yeah, so that in case it happened, I mean, yeah. he, he's going to end up serving the four games. Yeah, he's going to sit out. The Patriots will go two and two. They'll be fine. Yeah. And you know, he, when he comes back, he'll tear the league up like he did last year. You yeah. know, got to support the team. I mean, I just hope that they, <laughs> I just hope that they draft some offensive linemen and fucking. Yeah. Uh, before we get into that talk, uh, got a last week there was something that happened after we. Finished recording our show. Another trade. We were talking about the possibility of the the Browns moving down, and it turns out that they did. Uh, they made it. They struck a deal with the Eagles. The Eagles will now get their the Browns' 2016 number one pick, which is the second overall and a fourth. And the Browns will get the Eagles' first round pick, which is the eighth overall, which they got from Miami. A third and a fourth, a 2017 first round draft pick, and a 2018 second. So, yeah, there's that. They trade up to take who seems to be Carson Wentz now. Looking like it's going to be Carson Wentz because the Rams at number one will be taking uh, Jared Goff, apparently. And the draft is tomorrow. If you're listening to this show tonight, it's tomorrow. If you're listening to it tomorrow, it's today. So, if you're listening to it Friday, it was yesterday. Any surprises you could think of, Rick? Anything you could think of off the top of your head that uh, these people should be looking forward to during the draft? Like anything, anything um, you have, some wild theory. Um, I mean, I don't know how crazy somebody's trading up. I was going to say the number down. three. I think that um, I think somebody's going to trade up to get Ezekiel Elliott. Maybe at three, maybe at five. Uh, I'm thinking that the Ravens are going to take him at six. Uh-huh. I mean, nobody's saying that they're going to. This is just my speculation as far as Ravens taking him at six because you look at what they're what they're lacking. They they, they might take a defensive end. I'm hearing a lot of defensive end out of them. Mm-hmm. Whatever, that's that's fine. Um, I, I am hearing the Dolphins like him, so I think the Dolphins trade up to three to get Ezekiel Elliott. That's they my, could. That's my uh, that's my uh, tidbit right there. They could. Uh, I'm expecting a lot of Cleveland Browns trades down, trade downs during this draft. That just seems like what they're trying to do now, accumulate more and more draft picks now and for the future. Um, I could see them. Uh, this is what I, I, I'm kind of thinking is going to happen. They're going to trade back a little bit, maybe back into the 20s, maybe in the mid, like uh, anywhere between 16 and 20, maybe. Try to get one of those QBs. Christian Hackenberg. I, in, in my opinion, he is the best quarterback in the draft. I really like him. Uh, he did uh, really good things with Bill O'Brien when he was there. Had a, a, a system change when James Franklin took over. Uh, I think whoever ends up with Christian Hackenberg is going to get the steal of the draft because he's not going inside, inside the top ten. Paxton Lynch is probably going to go ahead of him. Well, and that's why they're even saying, like, that. Hackenberg was, like, a, a solid second-round guy a month ago. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, he's creeping up into the top 20. Because so. these guys have to move up. Yeah. They have to move up. Yeah. Like, because the Niners the, – the, the, Cleveland could always stand want... still and take Paxton Lynch if, if the Niners don't. Well, because Denver's sitting at 31. Uh-huh. Denver's sitting there like, all right, we're going to take best player available. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. But they need a quarterback. And if they don't trade for Colin Kaepernick, then they're going to draft one. And if they don't draft one in the first round, I think they trade for Colin Kaepernick yeah. by the end of the weekend. Yeah. Um, another another thing I was thinking, I think La- Laquan Treadwell mm-hmm. will slip and Josh Doxson will be taken before him. Which I, I think would be a surprise because a lot, a lot of people did have him slotted in the top ten, you know, being the first wide receiver off the I board. I like Laquan Treadwell better than Doxson. I like Doxson, though. Like, he's he's a stud. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just like I like Treadwell at, what was it, 14? The Raiders are at 14, right? Yeah, Raiders are at 14. I like Treadwell right there. Um, mm, I don't see that. I, I like a couple teams going, going Treadwell, but, uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't. I just don't. I I like Laquan Treadwell. I don't see him. I don't see him slipping. Yeah. I don't see Docs. I, there's too many guys. Too many GMs that like him that have him uh, graded higher to where I just don't really see that happening. But yeah, I mean, it could definitely. Happen. I also I also see uh, the 49ers drafting Sheldon Rankins, and I see their fans booing. And then a year from now, being very happy with the fact that they took Sheldon Rankins. <laughs> Possibly. That's also what I see. Uh-huh. Um. 
So yeah, I mean the draft tomorrow. I mean I'm excited, but I mean we always get up for the draft, man. You know, mm-hmm. get together and watch it. Uh, you never know what's going to happen. Of course, it's only the first round, Thursday night, second and third round Friday night, and then the rest of the draft takes place on Saturday. I think Dotson Dotson maybe go to. Uh, I mean, sixteen Detroit has to take a receiver, so it's either Trevor or Dotson. One of those mm-hmm. receivers is going to go at sixteen. Yeah. Uh, so who do you think that the uh, Patriots are taking in the first round? Um, <laughs> they're taking footballs. Yeah, uh, yeah. They don't have. They actually do not have a pick in the first round. That's why there's only 31 picks. Uh, for our local Raider fans, since I gave a 49ers prediction, uh, I really like Darren Lee, the outside linebacker from Ohio State. Uh, I know they signed Bruce Irvin. He's more of a, of a pass rushing specialist. Darren Lee is an all-around linebacker who can play. All three of the positions, versatile, get after the quarterback, play the run, drop back in the pass. I really like him. I hope that when it gets to that pick, that's the end that we hear, although we're hearing a lot of Reggie Ragland a lot. I like him, too. And I really, I'm, I'm not big time on Reggie Ragland because I think I he's like strictly him. a run a run guy. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a high tower for the Dante Hightower for yeah. the Patriots. But, I mean, in a 4-3 four, defense, you usually have a guy who does both and then a guy who just specializes in that. It's, but your, it's middle, a lot different. your middle linebacker is your is your specialist, yeah. and if and, and the reason I don't like Reggie Raglan, well, it's not that I don't like Reggie Raglan. The reason I don't like fit. him to the Raiders is one the fit and two I like Ben Heaney. So that's just my own personal. Yeah, opinion. I mean, I I I think the Raiders definitely have to go defense. Their yeah. offense is is good enough. At this yeah, point. yeah. You like that if receiver. Ezekiel Elliott falls out of nowhere, yeah. which he won't. But like, if he does, what people are hoping for, no. you take him. Dolphins at thirteen. Yeah. Is, is the is the is the floor for him? Yeah. We'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens with it. Uh, I'll also uh, settle for Corey Coleman. I like him too. I mean, I I think Treadwell, if he's there at fourteen, I think he's the pick for them. I mean, that guy's a stud. Man. I mean, would they already have a guy who does what he does, though? That doesn't. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it does. Because like, especially cause you can't have one trick ponies. Because, but especially because <laughs> you have, you could just get a guy to blow the top off. Like, like there's they're fast enough to where it's not like you could just sit on them and they're just possession guys. Like they could still. He is a possession guy. He's not really that fast, man. Would he run a four five six at like six four? He That's ran close to a four six, uh, six. Yeah, I mean. We'll see what happens, man. That's 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 good, dude. That's that's Allen Robinson. But with corners being no, Allen Robinson ran a little bit faster than that. Check it. Check. You have a computer I, in front of you. I don't. You have your you have your phone. You got it. Someone check it. All right. Who and who? Uh, check with uh, Allen Robinson forty da- yard dash at the combine was. Yeah. And he's six three. For the record, I don't think he has his hands. I he, think he he's has. About the same size. I don't like his hands. He's about the same. I don't size. like his hands either. He drops a lot of passes. A lot of a lot of passes. Yeah. So always checking that out. Just remember, watch the draft. Yeah. It's tomorrow. Um, we could, I guess, we could have got into it a lot more, but really, who knows what the hell is going on, man? We're just gonna sit back and enjoy it, and then we'll analyze it more next week. Yeah. So that's what we'll end up doing. For uh, you. Well, and you, like I've told me, I hate mock drafts. I don't look at mock yeah. drafts. I, hate I only look at mock, mock drafts, drafts as soon as they release, like when the season's done and they release the final draft order. Then I look at it and I'm like, oh, okay. But then after that, you you get mock draft. Uh, version 1.0, yeah. and then I'll, right now we're on like mock draft version 1600. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't look at it. The only mock draft, I 40 yard draft at, or draft? Yeah. 40 yard draft. Yeah, dash. <laughs> uh, 4.6 seconds. Yeah. See, told you. Yeah. I said what? I don't know. You didn't. You said he was. <laughs> I, don't know. I said he ran four, uh, four. I said he ran a 4.6, and you're all. Alan Robinson no, ran faster. No, I said uh, he ran the same as Allen Robinson. Oh, okay. Allen Robinson ran a four six. But still, I, like I said, his hands. I don't like his hands. So we'll go from there. That's going to do it for us this week. Hope you enjoyed the show. Like I said, listen to us on iTunes. Give us half a star, please, and a comment. Let us know how we're doing, please. And uh, you'll get drawn on your hand like we're in sixth grade with a permanent marker that says GTP. So for Rick, for Fredo, and for myself, I'd like to thank you for listening. Be sure to share this and tell all your friends. Just Tune in next it. week. Just click. And we'll try and do better. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.